You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to episode 212 of the KB Mod Podcast. It is November 1st, 2015. Wow, guys. Can you believe we're in the I, last two months of the year? I actually really can't. And I know that it used to be the gag that I was surprised at what number of casts we were on, but I'm definitely surprised that we are almost done with 2015. It's actually a little bit, a little bit scary. Like, I, I was going to, I've thought about mentioning this before, but you, whenever you say the episode, you emphasize 200. You're like two hundred. I do. You're right. I do, do that. It's like it's almost like you're surprised. You're more surprised. Yeah. At the fact that we're still in the two hundred range than like the actual number that we're on. I, I think that's right. I think I am pretty shocked that we we ever made it to two hundred whatever. So anything after this is basically like, you know, we're playing with house money kind of thing. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I could see it's, that. <laughs> I think you're just impressed that we made it to that point, and you want to emphasize yeah. that we're like, no, this it, actually is two hundred. And like we, yeah, exactly. We've done 200 plus of these, like believe it people for real. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so we've got, uh, we've got Ro on the cast this week. Ro, what's up? Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for being here. And of course we have, uh, I don't know. I don't say of course, but Katie Zen has been on quite a bit lately and, uh, there, uh, you may be around here. um, I actually thought about, uh, about doing the poll to start off the cast of which, which member you'd like to see as a regular who's on tonight. Mm. But I didn't want to embarrass mm. Katie's in with the results. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. I think that's probably safer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good choice that. on your part. It yeah. would have so been I, I chose to embarrass Katie's in regardless of outcome, which, <laughs> yes. as it turns out, was probably the way to go. Yeah. But, um, it turned out well. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Brandon, the, the lovely person who, who, without complaining, resizes the <laughs> Skype though every time or, or makes it match so that he can... Uh, Host this for you for you for you listening. I know that that doesn't really do anything for you guys, but for the viewing audience, it's uh, it's nice and clean and in the boxes. Yeah, and if you if you as an audio listener are interested in converting to a live viewer, yes, uh, yes. just know that we take painstaking <laughs> effort to get the Skype window size the highest production. Available. Like I, you don't you're not going to see production like this anywhere else on Twitch. So no, definitely, absolutely not. I I have a very complex setup here. <laughs> You started at 6 p.m., correct? And you've been working on it? It's uh, yeah. 11.40 right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Each week is a, a, new, a new challenge. If you just look at Brandon's <laughs> lighting, you're telling me that didn't take four or five hours to set up? Like, look how perfectly illuminated he is without any kind of, like, glare. Like, that takes, that takes a lot of work. So, But, um, yeah, it is, uh, it is good to be on episode 212. We're, we'll talk about – we should talk about uh, anything exciting that happened to us this week possibly uh, can be outside of gaming last week brandon offered up he had been to a to a nice concert saw some slipknot mm-hmm. some manson but uh katie i'll start with you man anything anything fun uh no not at all okay. honestly listen not really helping my that. case you're, of being taken you're up. holding yes. back from the viewers you mm. told us about an annotated bibliography <laughs> that you had oh, to do yes. this week well got something very exciting going on uh now <laughs> And I know what you're thinking. When I'm going to say this, it's instantly going to take you to the subscribe button. And you're not wrong. I am working on an annotated bibliography. <laughs> now I know. It's shocking. It's going well. I think it's going to be a nice, it's going to be a fine product. It's been taking it's crazy. up all my life. What state are you in again? Uh, Alaska. No, you're in Michigan. No, not Where? Alaska. I'm in Indiana. Indiana, that's what it is. Like, 
I don't know why I, I thought saying Alaska would be funny. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I'm pretty sure you're I don't know. Alaska. No offense to our Alaskan listeners. I'm sure there's, I'm we have quite a few. Um, but, yeah, I mean, well, I've heard of, the, like, the crazy parties, like, those bibliography parties that go on in Indiana and those barn houses. Like, again, dude, like, the only thing I can tell you is don't snort too many sources, okay? Because That's start true. with one source, two source, three source, next thing you know, the entire dictionary is there. We like to snort corn. Oh, okay. That's what sure. we do. It's healthy. You guys have a lot of that. And it gives you a buzz. Yeah. Best Absolutely. is when you snort it hard enough, it just pops in your nose and the juice <laughs> is just... And then, and then you've eaten you know? and you have popcorn. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's nutritious when you think about it. I think we've brought this up before, but cow tipping is an actual legitimate pastime that people do, right? I've never done it, but... Oh, okay. Uh, what, yeah. In what context are you using the word legitimate? To <laughs> that someone, will like, someone will be like, look at, they'll, be like, they'll be bored and they'll, they'll look at each other and be like, you want to go tip some cows? And then they go tip some cows. Oh, like, It actually happens. Like, that exchange happens. I just want to confirm. I should ask you too, Texas. Right? They're probably like, you cow tips, Brandon, right, in Texas? I, I'm aware of the activity. Like, I know what it is. I'm not saying, like, no, legit, never... like, it's sanctioned by an organization. I just no, mean... I've, never, I've never done it. Like, I, okay. I don't... Maybe that's a thing that they do in, like, rural areas. Mm-hmm. But I, that's definitely not, like, just something that's available to your general t- Texan youth. <laughs> okay. I'm just... Again, <laughs> I'm always curious about the South or, like, the middle, like, live in the middle of the... Of the country. Based on know. your viewpoints, I think you need to stay curious. <laughs> I want to move there and then engage in all these activities that I've been told exist. But like laser tag and cal- like I, I imagine like the the stuff you can do in Indiana is like laser tag, arcade, and then cow tipping is also an option. Like listed. So it's top three. That's what we're known Just keep for. It safe. But, um, okay. Well, if you didn't have anything, Katie, that's fine. Any brand, uh, Brandon, a row. Either you guys have a. Fun. Just trying to stay alive. I've been sick for like two months straight. Oh, that's yeah. I did. Oh, I did see your tweets that you yeah you weren't not feeling well today. Any yeah any better tonight? A little bit better. Maybe? Um yeah, a bit better. Took some ibuprofen. Yeah. Feeling pretty good. And then you know, other than trying to stay alive, obviously we can talk about this later. But watching a lot of painting. Yes. On a Twitch. Yes. Fun stuff. It is. It's addicting. Lots, lots of my weekend have has gone to the lovely Bob Ross. May he rest in peace. Good lord. Yeah, we definitely will talk about that in a little bit. Brandon, I'll check with you as well. Did you have anything? You didn't offer anything, so. Um, no, yeah, not really. Not a whole lot this week. Um, right. Well, how was everybody's Halloween? I, I don't know how I, how I like skipped that, I guess, because that was yeah, obviously yesterday. Did anything crazy happen? No, uh, no I worked on Halloween, so unfortunately, no. Again? Mm. But, uh, no. You know what I'll do for this section next time, Katie? <laughs> now, that, now that I know there's probably never going to be anything, I'll just make sure to not calling you. To never. It. I'm not really helping my case of uh, being voted off the cast. So, by bringing absolutely nothing. I'm kidding. Twice no, but your absolutely nothing actually turns into a something in a weird it's way. It identifies me. Chat. Katie Zen is a poor man's infant. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it that way. Oh, interesting. Oh, and I did um, I hate actually to think how true that is. I did get a text from Enfen who said he is bummed that he has missed the cast 3 weeks in a row. But he does have uh, – he sent me some info uh, when we talk about what we've been playing because he's obviously been playing Halo 5 and he would like me to share his thoughts for oh, so, him. So he wants to so, contribute, but he doesn't want to actually show up to the cast. Yeah. No, that's he's at a, that's he, rich. It is rich, isn't it? <laughs> he's at a marshmallow show right now who's a kind of – no one a knows who this show? EDM uh, oh. trap artist is. Yeah. They oh. have some ideas, but 
anyway, he's at that show right now. So we were literally texting back and forth, and I was like, I can't compute what you just said. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, Brandon, <laughs> uh, he's at a, he's at an electronic music show right now. That's that's all I was really trying to convey. Um, I just thought about a group of marshmallows just being displayed. And okay, no, the art and the artist is yeah. called Marshmallow. Uh, but sorry, that was very confusing. But um, uh, all right. Well, let's talk about what we've been playing this week. Um, I guess let's start with you, Ro. What you've been, what you've been gaming? Um, well, recently I just beat Undertale on my stream. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I hear that it's very reminiscent of Earthbound, which I've never played personally. But I guess if you like Earthbound, then give Undertale a go. Um, I also had the pleasure of being able to play Blade and Soul as well as Black Desert Online. And since I'm like a huge MMO person, I was very happy about that. How is Black Desert? Black Desert is actually really fun. And that's, it's weird coming from me because I'm very particular with my MMOs after playing WoW for so freaking long. Um, the way that the combat is, is very, it's like Terra, if you've ever played Terra. So you use like your, uh, your mouse to hit, obviously. But your, you have um, combos mixed with your mouse and with your keyboard that you can do and it's it's really fun it's re- it's really fun you feel really powerful i don't know if they just did it for the alpha but um yeah plus the character creation is just insanely detailed now isn't blade and soul based off of an anime <clears throat> or yes i think so i don't i don't remember if the anime is based off of blade and soul or if blade and soul, because oh, it's okay. it's already a thing in korea and it has been for a long time they're just now putting it into uh you know english so i see i see cool mm-hmm. that mean, good? How, how did it run on your rig and everything was it pretty oh yeah it's it ran fine mm-hmm. okay. and the the black desert online was it's it's very beautiful it's very graphically beautiful and it ran fine on you know ultra settings and everything so i mean it is an alpha so i don't know how it's going to run when it's completely done but i feel like we should be able to run it just fine very cool. Uh, KD, um, I know you played stuff this week, man. What was I it? I played a lot of stuff. Uh, so first of all, I finally got around to playing uh, episode five of Life is Strange. Did I talk about that last cast? I don't think I did. I didn't. Did you? Had you played uh, it at that point? I don't think you played. It last I played cast. it the Monday, like the day after that cast. Oh, okay, yeah. Because Just try to be. Austin, uh, right? Try to be. I guess we tried to stay oh. spoiler free last time. Yeah, it's definitely that, spoiler but... free. Uh, I do okay. think at one point we should have a Life is Strange spo- uh, spoiler cast. Okay. That won't be now. Uh, I feel like we have... really making plans, aren't you? Yeah, I'm <laughs> taking this like, cast. This? A... For someone that's going to get kicked Stanford. off the cast. <laughs> I'll leave my mark. I'll leave my mark. <laughs> but yeah, I feel that... Uh, I feel like you and I, feel we have two different opinions on Life is Strange. Yeah, hey, that, like, well, a lot of people have different opinions yeah. than, I, than I do on that game. I mean, right. I'm not saying my life has been changed by it, like some people. But I, I think everything was... has been made strange? Ooh... Let's <laughs> take the words right out of my mouth. Sorry, I was gonna. You summed up my entire like ten minute speech about episode five. <laughs> you can use that in your video review. I'll let you. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Um, now you're making no, plans for my channel. Um, we texted about it a little bit. I, I actually liked uh, a lot of the things they did at the end of the game because honestly, yeah. actually, well, this will be a spoiler, so I can't say too much. But I, I, one of my whole bits the whole time throughout that game was. Uh, I hated the protagonist. I hated the main character because I thought she was extremely selfish. And they explore that in uh, the I last agree. episode, which I, which I, I, think I agree. which I gave him credit for. Um, I just thought there was a lot of padding too, though. Like um, some of it was cool, yeah. but I, I thought that like they obviously that whole 
this is, I'll, I'm going to explain perfectly <clears throat> without spoiling, but the okay. whole sequence, mm-hmm. the main sequence, the main, which will go down, in my opinion, on like, it'll top the lists of top 10, those kind of like sequences mm. in games, in okay. my opinion. Uh, it went on for a bit too long, I feel. Yeah, yeah. But um, like the whole stealth section in that was mm-hmm. a bit too... Eh. Yeah, that was more what I was talking about anyway, that, yeah, there's just, well, spoilers. That could have, that could have been taken out. <clears throat> That Anyways, uh, yeah. So you liked yeah, it overall? That, yeah. Overall, I liked the first eighty percent of it. The last twenty percent, I felt like uh, really, really bad ending. Yeah, and uh, also, um, you know, I played anyway. I, I I felt like that was a really fun game to do with Twitch chat, and I mean, it really should have been that game should have been renamed like Life Is Memes because there's so much to work with. In it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just so much, and also like the, that would not, also be a truer title. It would yeah. be it would be a little bit truer. It would uh, be. But there's like it's weird because that game is very self aware and there's clearly a lot of like nods and stuff the developers did. Like I don't feel I like love that game hot suffers. Dog man. Yeah, exactly. Like hot, hot dog, dog man, man in there, the like super inappropriate but hilarious and there was some cool stuff they did. Bro, did you play did you finish all of the... Uh, did you f- f- play all the episodes? Because I know you play Life is Strange. I did. I did. It. Okay. What did you think? What did you think at the end? Did you like it? Um I mean like, I, I agree with, like, the whole, like, without spoiling, like, the whole stealth yeah. thing. Like, a lot of that was very, it's like, okay, when is this, you know? Um, right. But, I mean, you guys know me. I cried. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I, I'm i not, I'm not shocked. Uh, I forget what Not it that was. you cried. I'm sure a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of I'm people. I'm sure a lot of people, but, I mean, yeah. it's I like, it's. I actually, sorry, I think I did get choked up at a time when I think about okay. it. It wasn't, it wasn't like a life-changing, you know, game for me either. But I did yeah. enjoy it to an extent, and I did, yeah. you know, like like it enough to where some things would make me cry. So. <laughs> with you. Yeah. yeah, I felt the same way. Like I didn't feel as emotionally moved as like a lot of people did at the end. But I, I was, I would definitely recommend. Like if if you haven't watched someone play through it, or like it's definitely worth worth the money. And like mm-hmm. a lot of work, like clearly went into that game. And even if mm-hmm. you know we don't like it for the same reasons, it's still like I enjoyed my whole experience overall in that game. Like, yeah. I, for the most part, I never came away being like, wow, I feel like they, uh, you know, jipped me here and there, which, <clears throat> anyway, with Telltale, we'll get into that when I go with what I've been playing. Yeah, oof. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Last thing I'll say, I that feel like the beginning of episode <clears throat> five really went batshit insane, like, with all the different uh, yeah. blanks. Without spoiling. Yeah. <laughs> blanks. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> with all, all blanks. the different... All, I loved all the blank. Omitted. All the blanks. Yeah. yeah, in there. Other than That's that, uh, I've been playing some Bloodborne. I, uh... Finished a second character that I have set up to right before the final boss to get ready for the DLC that's coming out. And I, th- I think it's November 25th that DLC comes out. If you've played Souls games before, it's the, the DLC is looking to be about the length of the Artorias of the Abyss DLC from the first game. Not like Dark Souls 2 in that it's like multiple short DLCs. It's going to be one big, long bunch of stuff. So I'm excited for that. I don't think I did anything else. I think I... Uh, I uh I worked on Barndor Quest a bit. Mm, uh, okay. That yes. game's now running at 720p, and I <laughs> also changed up the uh, the health bars. And uh, instead of saying HP and MP, it now says life and meme. So you have a meme. <laughs> bar. So well, while I did not play Barndor Quest this well, I guess every day is kind of Barndor Quest for me. That's a, <laughs> yeah, you're living the game. That was a, that was a weird series of thoughts. I just had to <laughs> think as I said this. Uh, but I feel like I played it. <laughs> Having watched your video, I felt very, very in tune with what right you now. were doing there. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm playing the real version <laughs> based on the real thing. All right, well that's yeah. a perfect segue. Continue with so you you're playing the real life Barn Door Quest, but what else did you play? Uh, so let me. I mean, the problem is we don't have anyone. I don't think we have anyone else in the cast who can mm. discuss this with me. Mm. But all I have played this week is Overwatch. Yes, I wish I, I could. Damn yeah, me too. <laughs> Not have it. Uh, it is it is really good. Um, I mean, obviously you can watch people stream it if you don't have access to it yet. Uh, but it's I, I think it's a really really well made game for a V1. It is maybe the most polished I've ever seen a game, like for its first public iteration. Aside from you know obviously shows and stuff, um, but like I think the class, all the classes are pretty cool. They're all, um, it's it's like it's basically the same. It's the same itch that TF2 scratched when it first came out, which is like you have every every character has a very different role. And uh, I think it's actually feels a little more dynamic than TF2 because uh, yeah. because just because there are more classes and so like there are two sniping classes but they play completely differently. Um, whereas like the sniper in TF2, I guess now the sniper sort of has different uh, different rifles and stuff. So like every class can play kind of differently in TF2, but this is a I don't know. It's not. It feels different than that. Uh, like each of the tanks feels really different. Each of the damage feels really different. Um, and like certain certain characters have hard counters to others. Like I don't know. It's just it's very good. The game is really really fun. Um, and I I I want them to just I want them to roll it out to more people because the mm. the only gripe I've had so far is it can take a while to get in a server. So I don't know how many people they let into these first beta waves, but it's been kind of hard to find a match sometimes. Do you any? You think this is going to be the next major esport as far um, as like popularity I mean, I think, or may be seen? I, well, I think I think it is just because like I think everyone at this point assumes a new free to play Blizzard game will be an esport because yeah, Blizzard sure. will put money behind it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, you know that the game is going to get supported. Um, so I think that's a sort of a given to some extent. But uh, I think that it is it is a game I could see myself playing a lot. Um, in a way that I haven't, <clears throat> I haven't felt with uh, a shooter recently. I mean, as as much as I love CS:GO, I, I don't play a whole lot of it. I watch, I watch a fair amount of it. <clears throat> um, but it's just, it's it's very, it's like a new, it's the new fresh thing. But I think it will catch on. Um, I'm just curious, like I'm curious to see how they'll monetize it. Currently in the game, there is nothing for you to spend money on. There's nothing that's like, hey. This is where you would spend money, but it's not open yet. <laughs> it's like there's nothing, none of that is in there yet. Um, so I'm curious to see what they'll do, uh, if they'll do some sort of hats thing. Because uh, mm-hmm. like I was thinking, I, I talked to a few people this week about how I thought they would monetize the game. And they can't really do, I, I don't think they can really do skins. Because in a in a MOBA, like having a different skin is is fine, because you know... What hero you're playing against, generally, mm. but in in a first person shooter, you you know you have someone like flit across your screen and go behind a wall or something. You don't you don't want to be unsure of what character that was. Right. Nice. No, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I, I like I would be kind of surprised if they went with full out skins, just because 
I think it would make it kind of hard for new players to recognize the who you know who they were playing against, uh, which I think is maybe why TF2 sort of found the perfect thing with hats and like decorations, where the core the core skin is the same, uh, but you have like stuff that you can put on it. Uh, anyway, I because no one else can t- can talk about it, I I don't want to belabor it too much, but like I do think it's a really well-made game like so far it has lived up to the hype um mm-hmm. because it's pretty much all i want to play right now and so i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry for making you all jealous and i'm sorry that <laughs> yeah basically I think it looks good i want to play it i'm trying me, to man, i'm I trying do. to be informative okay. for the you know for the people that that don't have access to it yet but i i really just do want them to roll it out uh quickly to everyone because it it seems in a more than a good enough state to to you know have as like basically open beta quality it's not perfect um there's mm-hmm. like still a little bit of wonkiness like changing video settings changing keybinds sometimes like acts up but the the core game is very solid for v1 now i have a question about overwatch mm-hmm. uh what exactly does it do to set itself apart because i'm watching gameplay of overwatch and it looks fun but it looks very like not doing anything to really like set itself apart. I mean, it looks really, really like the definitive. It looks like TF2 picking the classes. Uh, it's all. I don't really know what I'm trying to say. It think, looks I like it's. Like, I mean, it. I think it is different in that there has been nothing like TF2 since TF2. And it, it is. That. It is like. That. I mean, I use TF2 as the example because I think it. I think TF2 is the closest like easily the closest thing you can compare it to but i actually don't think it plays all that similarly to tf2 just because the the characters are so different like they're so different from one another so there are a lot of different strategies for attacking and defending and i think it's you i think it's more dynamic than tf2 is would you compare it at all to monday night combat Uh, if you've ever played that yeah yeah kind of but it's like I think Monday Night Combat. It, like you can compare it to that game, but ultimately, if you've played TF2, I think you will feel at home with the way that Overwatch works. Like even down to the game modes. I mean, the game modes are like capture and hold and payload, which mm-hmm. are fr- you know basically pioneered by Team Fortress. So it will feel familiar to Team Fortress players. Uh, but the the actual gameplay, I think, feels it like. It feels like just a refreshment of TF2. It's as if Blizzard created their own version of TF2, <laughs> and like that's—I mean, because that's what it is. But I yeah. think that's that's the best way I can describe it. Like, if you liked TF2 when it came out, you will definitely like this because the team, the team-based game, is uh, like is there. It is a very it's heavy team-based game. It is like even having a. Um, even having a, a group of people that I was playing with, I think we had a group of four or five, we we lost a match to some randoms just because we didn't have a tank. And, like, that was, you know, we're, we were relatively skilled players for how long the game has been out, and we didn't have a tank. And, like, so just sort of messing up on the team comp cost us the game. And, like, I think that's that's why I find that sort of game interesting, because it cannot su- you cannot succeed without team play. Okay. So it's it's really um, good. I can't wait until more people get in. Cool. Once I get it, trust me, I will be I will be giving it 
giving it a whirl once it's in my account. I've been checking, but you know, no love. Not that I give really Blizzard titles love anyway. I'd like, I would be surprised if I had it. Is it just rent? I mean, as far as like, did you have to? Can you have it without specifically requesting? Like, are they doing it that way, or is it only uh, if I, you requested it? It's it's hard to tell. Uh, okay. I I know at minimum you have to have chosen that you want to be uh, selected for the beta in your Battle.net account. Like it's, a, yeah. it's an opt-in thing. Yeah. Um, but as for how they're actually like choosing the people that are in each wave of invites, I think that's anyone's guess. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Causing All right, cool. And I'll... Consternation. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I'll go real quick. I played a couple things. Um, the more notable one, which we will talk about in the, in the new releases, but I played uh, a game called The Park, which... Um, did you play it yet, Katie, or no? No, I haven't played it. Okay, gotcha. I've seen other um, people play. Like, I watched all of your... Oh, okay, yeah. And um, I really liked it. It's basically, without too many spoilers, you are a, uh, you're a woman who goes into uh, an amusement park to basically find your lost son. So that's kind of how it starts. Um, and it's like, it's not very long. It's about, uh, it's about like two hours, maybe. Maybe it's like two hours and 30 minutes if you really go slow. Um, and... You know, it could be called a walking simulator. That's one of the things that are that it is like categorized at. But it's, it, I don't know, it, it, like environment-wise, it's really, uh, really well done. Like it's, uh, it's creepy. Um, and then at the the ending of the game is, I, I actually really, really enjoyed it, and it makes you kind of think. And I don't think the ending was, I would say the ending was somewhat open-ended, right, Katie? You saw it. Like we were discussing it uh, afterwards. Well, actually. What I caught from your stream is that I, I went in and I didn't I was thinking, okay, I don't want to spoil too much and then the ending happened and credits started rolling on like that's Oh really? It. That's oh, okay. it? Gotcha. But, uh, okay. So I probably won't play it. But okay. um yeah, the ending I, I, I thought the build up was, was kinda cool. Yeah. Oh, the build up was excellent, yeah. And that it's final scene end. it yeah, you're right. It does leave a lot to interpret. But and um, um it's basically kind of like if you've ever played um, uh, Dear Esther, like Gone Home. It's in that vi- that in that vein yeah. for sure. Um, but I, I mean, again, and I can see like it's it's like two hours and it's like ten bucks. I think on sale. I think it may be fifteen normally, like thirteen or fourteen. Um, but definitely a cool experience. I enjoyed it, and uh, not like definitely some pretty like tense moments. But it's not. I wouldn't say strictly a horror game. Kind of like what do you say exploration uh... in in a bit, uh, in a way rather. Would you say that going to the park is worth the ride? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I, I, you know what? I would say, I would say, it's a. I, I would say it's an expensive ticket, but it's worth the ride. All right, know, something like that. Going to have to adopt that for my review. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, for the review. Um, I also played uh, episode two of uh, Minecraft, Telltale's Minecraft uh, game that they made, and I just oh god. I played it as a joke, as a as a ch- uh, punishment to chat, actually, because I thought that the entire chat was spamming as a joke, like because we were trying to find stuff to play after my Grand Theft Auto Vice City save after I don't know twenty five hours corrupted. So rip that, never finishing that game. I'm very very sad. Um, but so we were looking for a game to play, and people started spamming play the new Telltale Minecraft game. So I was like, all right, this is what you want, chat? Well, okay, we'll do it. So I so I got it, installed it, and played episode one, and it's, I mean, there's a couple things. One is it's clearly aimed at a, a very young audience, which, I mean, to be fair, that's a huge portion of what makes up people that play Minecraft, you know, younger people. But it's without any kind of, like, finesse or effort 
or solid voice acting or like any kind of original story. It's so lazy on so many levels. And to the point that they, they did the first episode, which took about, I don't know, maybe two hours. And then episode two came oh. out the day after. And it was literally 45 minutes of game, like gameplay. I say gameplay, but you know, it's telltale. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of comes to the territory and it's, it's just so horrible. And there's like nods, like occasionally, like they make it, there's a whole joke in it. Spoiler. Sorry guys, if you're going to play Minecraft story mode, there's a whole joke that they have to find to get this special kind of TNT that they call the F bomb. Oh. And it's like, kind of like a nod, like, Oh, the adults will know what the F bomb is, but these kids oh. playing it, right. They, Cause they don't say it. They're like the F bomb. Oh my God. It sounds terrible. And like, and so you're like sitting there and you're like, okay, like this is clearly meant for an adult, but everything else in the game is so juvenile and horribly done. It's just, I'm fucking, I'm sorry, Telltale. We don't want to drop the F-bomb. Yeah, it's, uh. exactly, yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's the, that's one of the quotes in the game. And so like, you can do, you can do, you know, entertainment for adults and children. I mean, look at Pixar, look at, I'm not saying that they have the to deliver something on yeah exactly i that, that was my example was like the lego movie because people were like you idiot it's meant for kids don't take it so seriously i'm like there's lots of things that are meant for kids that adults can enjoy because it's smart on yeah. multiple levels and minecraft has none of that it screams massive cash in which it is um and uh you know just like really really rushed um and just kind of like get it out the door so yeah. i just thought of something i just thought of a great quote it's garbage being written yeah. for a child it's not an excuse to have been written by a child. Ooh. Ooh. Katie, cite, that's so good. Fit that into your paper that you're doing and then just list yes. yourself as a source, even if it has no relevance. Because <laughs> yes. she'll probably freak, because that's a great quote. That's pretty good. It's insightful, yeah. yeah. That's good. That's if you, here, you should play it, review it, and then use that, use that as like one, of your, uh, one of your lines. That would be perfect. Cool. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I played that and then, and then Counter-Strike as usual. I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, that I'm missing. I think those those were the three this week. So um, we should talk about though uh, before we move on uh, to the news here. Uh, there is a couch stream going on next Saturday, which would be what day would that be, Brandon, on the calendar? That's November seventh, Scott. That is November seventh, exactly. And we're going to be giving people a sneak peek of uh, we have an Alienware Steam machine that they were uh, kind enough to send us, and uh, we have a Steam controller as well. Um, so you can check that out, um, take a look at that hardware, and also we're going to be giving away a Valve Complete Pack, which includes all current and future Valve games, which is really cool. So um, you're going to want to be in that stream, and, uh, you know, should be a good time, have, have everybody together, and then, you know, opportunity to win um, Half-Life 3 when it inevitably comes out uh, and not have to pay for it with that special If you live code. long enough. If that's true, <laughs> I mean this is this is a lifetime. Uh, this key does not expire, but um, yeah. So that's happening on the seventh. So just mark your calendars for that. Should be should be a good time. Oh, I also I'm sorry. Yes, I also I totally blanked on this. I also played. I started South Park: Sacred Truth. I know super late, but I uh, just got about an hour hour and a half into that, and yeah, it was like that was one of those games that people were just like, man, it's so good, it's so good. I was like, it can't be that good. And then you know, I mean, I really like South Park, but I was like. It's not really like playing an episode, is it? And then it was. And then also there was like this really deep RPG underneath of it. I'm like, what the? This is insane. So I'm enjoying that. Uh, again, um, always late to the party on that kind of stuff. But 
Um, was there anything else about the couch stream that we had to say, Brandon? Uh, sure. No, I think just it's going to be sometime like starting people. in the afternoon on Saturday. So just <laughs> yes, keep, it would be afternoon. keep an eye on our Twitter feed at KBModGaming uh, for the start time on that. Yep. Um, and the just in case it wasn't clear, we're it'll be like a sneak peek at the Alienware Steam Machine. Yes. We're not giving it away. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I didn't say that. Did no, no, no. I? You didn't say okay. that. It's just like because we're giving away a Valve Complete Pack. Yes. But like it's if you're if you're sort of just like listening to this, you know, Halfway, on the train or yes. in the car or something, and you hear giveaway an Alienware Steam Machine, I just want to like wanted to clarify. Yes. Okay. No, that is a good clarification. No. Uh, Damn. I was really. It will be a Valve to, uh... Complete Pack, but not a not the Steam Machine. So. Unless Katie Zen, you wanna you wanna put up the money to give away Steam Machine. Then oh, of course, yeah, that's me. Okay, yeah, just right. uh, donate. Okay. Well, I have so Shady Zen's gonna uh, give away a Steam Machine. So, the so yeah, that'll be so a courtesy. <laughs> pick a winner. Uh, courtesy uh, two runner-ups will receive Xbox yeah. Ones. Uh, but also, <laughs> they just have yeah. to leave a comment, right, and say what they want. They, if they want the Xbox One or the PlayStation, all they have uh, to do is subscribe, it. and then okay. uh, you know, I'll, someone will be getting an Xbox One. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay, mm. very cool. All right. Do we want to? Do you want to run a quick ad, Brandon, before we do the news, or should we sure, just jump we'll in? We'll run a quick sixty-second break. All right. Let's do that, and then we will we will return. <laughs> Man, I miss it, dude. I miss the the YouTube giveaway giveaway drama. Those were the days. <laughs> Man, all those. It's all oh, over man. now. White boy still making videos though. Went on his oh, channel. Really? He's doing his thing. So, yeah. uh, giving away Elgato's. No, I don't think so. I don't know, really. Still sorry, playing, like, know. still playing Dude, Call of Duty on the, on the PlayStation. I'm trying to think what else, like, during that. There was X-Jaws, and... God. <laughs> Whatever happened to X-Jaws? I hear that he... I mean, we won't go into all, you know, We won't go into the stuff. details, but he's had quite, yeah. He's uh, had some ups and downs, but... He used to live, uh, he actually used to live, I think we've talked about this, but he, I used to live literally in the same sit- town, or same city oh, wow. as him. When I lived in North Hollywood, yeah, where I used to live. Did he like shrug you off when you tried to talk to him? Like you were <laughs> no, I never actually like ran into him on the street. Oh, okay, but um, yeah. Anyway, we should also mention uh, it's not necessarily related to us, but related to mm-hmm. um, you know things we care about. Uh, next weekend is the official Extra Life Marathon weekend. Yes. Uh, so a bunch of people, I'm sure, will be doing their Extra Life streams all next weekend. So. Keep that in mind, or if you're planning on doing one of your own, uh, you know, we'll hopefully. I be checking I might have said on here, I might have said on here that I'd be doing mine this weekend, but I unfortunately will have to postpone to a later date. It's alright. You know what? The kids can wait. They got plenty of time, kids. So don't worry about. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, they can wait for Ryan. Savage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, hey, at least fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, last yeah. year. So. No, that's uh, that's great. No, as long as you serious, do it, yeah. If you, if, yeah. as yeah, long as you, as long as you actually do the marathon, I mean, that is that is all exactly. that matters. Even, it's all that matters. Even you know, people. I think people. It's funny when I think about Extra Life. I'm sure we're back from commercial already, but uh, okay. when I think about Extra Life, it's funny because like I've, I think I've seen some people that they they may you know they may raise like fifty or a hundred dollars, and it's like that maybe doesn't feel like a ton. But whenever someone does like a charity run or something, that's like really good. If you raised, you know, a hundred or two hundred dollars yeah, for absolutely. your charity run or you know your your walk or whatever, 
And yeah. it's just, it's funny that like that, the expectations can be so much higher uh, for extra life. And I don't really know why that is, but every, like every dollar counts and goes to your local hospital. So it even, does, yeah. even a hundred dollars is like pretty huge. If you walked in and just gave a hundred dollar bill to your local hospital, like that, that actually has a pretty significant impact. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like the fact that with a lot of that fundraising stuff, it's like people will give you cash or like write a check physically. So like on the internet, it can be easier to donate in the sense of like, you literally just click that's a few true. buttons. Yeah, that's so true. that might be that might be why people are like, oh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, raise two hundred or a hundred dollars like that. That absolutely helps. So <clears throat> definitely. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into the news here. Uh, we've got some couple couple interesting items to talk about this week. Uh, we're going to start off with some big changes that are coming to Quake Live, and basically um, the gist of it is that it's going to be fully integrated, um, yeah, into into Steam. Yeah, so they already um, did this. I, I put this news <clears throat> item in here because yeah. this is like met with a lot of controversy from Quake Live players and sort of came out of nowhere. Like, I don't know that anyone <clears throat> really knew this was happening, but uh, Quake Live is now, I, I think, only available on Steam. Like, it's fully, it is now a Steam game, and it is now $10. It is mm. not free. Mm-hmm. Quake Live has been free like since Quake Live existed. They just they had a subscription service which uh like I think it was pretty cheap. It was like a couple bucks a month. But uh it was I never felt the need to play to pay for it. Like it got you a few different things, but it wasn't like I w- I wouldn't even really describe Quake Live as free to play because the subscription service was like kind of a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um but now it is t- like not free to play at all. And it's it's not free. It's just ten dollars straight up, and it has dedicated servers, like Steam Workshop support, like some cool stuff. But from what I can tell, they they like nuked their existing Quake Live world. Yeah. And so like it, yeah. Quake Live, if you if you haven't played it, you had a character profile, and it's you know it stored like your match statistics and you know your lifetime kills and and things like that. And I think that is now just gone. And so a lot of people are, like, really mad about that. <clears throat> mm. Because Quake Live's been around a long time. <clears throat> yeah, how many? I mean, te- uh, would it be 10 years? Uh, no, it's... I'm <clears throat> not, not quite. Sure. Maybe, I'm, like, six I'm, or seven. Yeah, I'm not sure when but... Quake Live came out <clears throat> proper. Because Quake, it, it's basically just Quake 3, um, but, you know, with some improvements and stuff over time. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't feel like it's been exactly around forever. For it, really it's been time. around a long Browser time. Um, yeah, like that's that's. <clears throat> I mean, I know it's been around as long as I've been going to QuakeCon because, like, that's the version of Quake that they play in competitive now. Is they play Quake Live, right? Um, but I just thought that was kind of weird to come out of left field. Uh, I I mean, it's neat that they're still updating the game. Like they put a yeah. you know they've put some effort into it. But I was really surprised that they just straight up retired, like their whole service, the whole yeah. part of it that they ran. Um, so there I, mean, were, I, I saw like a yeah. lot of angry Reddit comments and stuff. I mean, I don't know how how many people what their actual like player base was with the old system. Do, do you have any idea of that, Brandon? Probably not good. Like that's I, what I mean. My, so I think they just cut their losses and we're like, we're going to reach a way larger audience. Obviously, once we're integrated into that's, Steam, that's kind subscriptions of are I, pointless because no one's using them. So we'll just charge ten bucks. And that's kind of what I think. But yeah, like it's kind of 
it's so weird because I feel like the this is one of the only games where I think I've seen them basically be free and then they turn it into a one-time purchase. Mm-hmm. Like you're basically asking people, you're asking a lot of people that played your game for free and, and like appreciated what it was because you can just like live your live out your nostalgia anytime you want you know by downloading quake live playable mm-hmm. in a browser like you know a really cool thing even if a lot of people didn't necessarily play it all the time it was pretty neat to just be able to go and play quake in a browser yeah um but now like to to tell your actual players the people that care about this game that you have to pay ten dollars now to get it on steam feels mm-hmm. really weird to me because yeah. like do i do i play quake enough to pay ten dollars for it like I probably do, um, because I go back to it every now and then, and and I love Quake, so like I'll, I might throw ten dollars at it, but most people absolutely would not. Mm. Like most people aren't playing Quake really at all, um, so I, it's just it seems so weird. It seems like kind of a slap in the face to the community that still does live on that game, and I'm sure like I think you're probably right, Scott. The player base yeah. is probably <clears throat> almost nothing, where like it's co- probably costing them money to run run their own servers and stuff which i never really understood for quake live anyway like i never really understood why they didn't just have dedicated servers and let the community run those servers uh Mm. yeah it's it's maybe maybe a good thing but like i think the community aspect makes it a bad thing i think it will probably leave a sour taste in people's mouths and potentially like actually kill quake live um, just because it's not accessible anymore. Like, you have to pay $10 for it. So, unless this is the kind of thing that they put on sale for 50 cents, you know, on every Steam sale or something, like, I don't see a lot of people adding this to their Steam library, you know, just to have it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and then there's also, I'm just reading the comment section, there's people saying that, like, hey, oh, this is just, all you got to do is email them and say that, uh, put a support ticket that you paid a sub- subscription in the past or whatever. <clears throat> and they'll just give you a key, and there's people like posting the comments from the actual support that are like, uh, "Nope, no longer support subscriptions." They didn't give a give them a key, and they also said, "If this is the exact email, please note that no stats, friends, awards, or clans were transferred from before the update." As well, see that so, that's the thing that that seems crazy to me. That's kind of is nutty. That they just gutted their whole like community piece of Quake Live, and there probably aren't that many people utilizing that as their main way of kind of interacting with the people they play with. Yeah. But still like Yeah, it's pretty That's pretty that seems it's like pretty heavy a, surgery to do. Yeah. Something yeah, like that. that seems really heavy-handed um to come out of nowhere because like I don't I think maybe if they had seeded this and been like, "Hey guys, you know, what would it look like if this game was on Steam? What would you want to see?" If if they got a little bit of community buy-in, like maybe it wouldn't have been so bad. But I just think that game is like it lives on a small diehard community, mm-hmm. and like why would you stick with Quake Live at this point? I just don't. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why you would stick with it when they they apparently don't really care about the game, or yeah. like they kind of do, but they don't. It's like they added features, but they gutted a bunch of community stuff that they were running. So right, I'm, I'm exactly. just I'm never I'm I have never understood ID's strategy with Quake Live. Because I actually think Quake Live will be a great free-to-play game. You pay fifty cents or a dollar or something for, you know, a crazy skin. Like they actually mm-hmm. have a bunch of skins in the game. It supports skins. Like you could build a little infrastructure on top of that to pay a dollar, you know, here and there, 
Um, or like skin your weapons, or I don't know. There's some cool stuff they could do with it to to make that game break even and keep it as like a cool community thing. But yeah. I think they just haven't ever known what to do with that game. And I don't know. This seems like <clears throat> one more move in that like kind of weird trajectory of this game's yeah. life. Yeah, definitely. So um, one note, uh, Darkwing in chat was just saying that also if you had it uh, before the game was actually uh, listed on like the store to actually buy for $10, if you actually had it installed like on your Steam account like uh, oh, really? annually, they will actually, uh, you don't have to pay uh, for the newer uh, for the newer okay, version. Okay, that just that's even so. that's even dumber. That is like so. <laughs> oh, I thought that was gonna. Stupid. I thought that was gonna help, right? No, like, that is so dumb. Because <laughs> just because I played Quake Live before, you're creating yeah. a barrier to entry for just new people that didn't have it installed. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me! I can't look at my Steam library right now because I'll cover up the overlay. But that's that's so that's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. So that's. We want to talk about in regards to Quake. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, single-player games that are on dead DRM servers. Um, so this has been an ongoing thing, where um, basically, if I'm from what I read uh, in the article, if I'm thinking this right, there's you know the fact that basically games uh, that are left uh, by the publishers that are essentially abandoned or no longer updated and stuff like that. Um, and those servers, people want to basically be able to um, mess with, basically, like, mess with them, right, Brandon, essentially? like Yeah, yeah, so the DMCA, because... or the, um, the, the U.S. Copyright Office goes through, I don't know on what interval, but they go through and they uh, choose which, like, they choose what exemptions to the DMCA right. will will kind of happen during that interval, and so it covers things like you know, jailbreaking a phone and other, um, <laughs> other, other things like that. This is, I think, a pretty cool one, where basically you have, uh, you will now have the the legal right to um, to crack a game that has a single player component that requires online authentication. Uh, if the if the publisher has formally shut down the servers for longer than six months. Um, so this, this is like a pretty hot topic for, I don't know, it seems to crop up every now and then when, you know, when some DRM technology gets turned off and it breaks a handful of games that use that technology that then you literally can't play it, uh, because there's a check for that activation server that always fails. Um, so now you can legally, uh, crack games that have that sort of check. Um, so that's, that's cool. This is like a pretty, that is good news. And again, that's just for just for single player uh, titles, though. Or um, I think they make that distinction in the article. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I think that uh, like multiplayer that, stuff. So it probably it wouldn't cover things if if I'm understanding right, which I'm not sure if I am, but it probably wouldn't cover things like um, an MMO that's no longer hosted, right. for instance, Star Wars Galaxies. So. Uh, like it wouldn't it wouldn't cover cracking the code to like host your own version or like instance of an MMO that's not online anymore. I don't think it will cover things like that. Um but, you know, this is a good step in the right direction at least for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting that it needs to I mean, I guess it's copyright so anyway, we go to court anyway, but like it seems like a pretty common sense thing to be like, "Hey, come on guys. 
you're not supporting this product anymore, and now, <laughs> unless I crack it, I can't use it. I mean, yeah. I guess that's their prerogative. But. Well, and the nice thing about these DMCA <clears throat> exemptions is that it, it like, formalizes the people that would actually spend time on this stuff. Right. Um, because, you know, a lot of people that might have the skill to create, you know, a, a crack like that won't do it because they know it is technically illegal. Whereas when they when they do these DMCA exemptions, they, you know, you will get someone that, like, has the skills to do it. They will create, like, good... Uh, working cracks for this stuff because they know that legally they're able to distribute it without having to worry about you know getting sued or being taken to court. Um, so this is even though like in practice, uh, a lot of these cracks already exist, you know, out there on the internet. The the creators of those cracks were sort of in a kind of legal gray area, whereas now they're they're not. So that's really good. Definitely good news. All right, so we've talked about Batman. <laughs> A lot uh, on this podcast, and the saga absolutely continues with, uh, so it, it kind of works. Basically, it came out again, uh, it re-released, what was the date on that, actually? Is that, is that listed on here? I know it was, I think it was this week, right? Because that was going to be the releases that we talked about. We did talk about that last week. So it's back out. Uh, this is the fixed, you know, this is the version where, you know, they, they took it back and they were like, man, I know you PC guys aren't happy. This is an un- unacceptable product. Apparently, for a lot of people, it's uh, still unacceptable, <laughs> and they're not happy. And uh, this is basically um, what they said. I'll, I'll, I'll read a little bit of it. And this is from Sean Jay, the, the community manager. He said, we are very sorry that many of our customers continue to be unhappy with the PC version of Batman Arkham Knight. We worked hard to get the game to live up to the standard you deserve, but understand that many of you are still experiencing issues. So what they're doing is, until the end of 2015, full refund on Batman Arkham PC um, regardless of how long you've played the product. So basically just open-ended. If it's in your library and you're not happy, they, they will refund you. So um, That is crazy to me. They are continuing to hemorrhage. I mean, I don't... This is is so this now nuts. one of the worst disasters uh, of any game release? Like, definitely all time, right? It's got to be gotta in be. the top, it's top couple. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Even if you have 60, 70, 80... And you know people... You know so many people will still will do that. Um, yeah. Once you open this up, what's the incentive not to unless you just kind of like feel like you want to be a decent person, but then you look at it and be like, they, this company rushed this fucking game out. I don't feel the need to be a decent person. Yeah. I can stick it back to them. They're going to have so many refunds. Mm-hmm. It's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, so. this, is, this maybe is, this is the worst, I think this is the worst like saga of launch for a single player type game that yeah, I can single remember. Player. Definitely. Like, has there been anything worse? I mean, we have, like, Battlefield servers. We've had, like, you know, MMO launches that were terrible. Like, I've de- definitely had online experiences that have been bad for, a, you know, for an extended period after they release. But I can't recall a single-player experience this bad. Yeah. Like, uh, ever. I mean, we should know, too. I think, from what I understand, like, the, the, the console versions of the game are fine, right? Wasn't it? Isn't it just mainly the, just the PC release? That's, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Up? Yeah, so, yeah, it's <laughs> just the PC version. Oh, oh, and there's an additional note that's absolutely charming. I don't know if you added this, if you added this, Brandon, but the, the Windows 10 users' uh, issues, they said, we found that if you have 12 gigs of system RAM on your PC, uh, the game operates perfectly fine without, uh, you know, uh, 
without paging and provides a smoother gameplay experience. So again, I mean, I don't know if it's crazy to have 12 gigs of RAM, but that's, I mean, that's a pretty high-end rig for most people to be like, oh "Oh, yeah, I just got a 12 gigs of RAM sitting around. You know what, all of it's going dedicated to run Arkham Knight, man. Because, anyway. See what this also says? It's funny because that... Not uh, well optimized. That amount of, like, that amount of RAM is not necessarily uncommon, and I'm sure the person was probably trying to be helpful with that statement. They, yeah, but... But it comes off what? as like, why are you saying I need 12 gigs of RAM to run this game? Like, to run it properly. Like, that just screams like we... Yeah, like, they had no... Like, the optimization is clearly terrible. That you need 12 gigs. Yeah, I, it's... To wow. operate smoothly. Just reading this is so, so confusing. They say... For those of you that hold on to the game, we're going to continue to address the issues we can fix and talk to you about the issues that we cannot fix. God. That seems so Hold on to the odd. game. Yeah, like, I don't they, see they, why they, they were so defeated at this they point. They did. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> I'm actually glad That's we have, insane. like, a nice history of over the past We're going to talk to you about... You're right. He actually used the sentence, for those of you that hold on to the game, to discuss... One of you know what oh, was looked at as one of the most more exciting, hopefully. Like if your of... PR copy so... editor approves the, that <laughs> phrase, oh, you man. know that that like there's no there's no lower. I mean, it's like they, they know they're themselves? a sinking ship. They know that they're the Titanic, yeah. and they're holding on to that game for dear life while they're trying to oh, van man. the lifeboats. You know, it's just, it's hilarious. It's a hilarious situation. It sucks, but it's funny. Yeah, if you're going to be offering full refunds to anyone for the next 60 days, what is the point of even trying to, like, fix the sinking boat, you know? Like, and you know what can they also... really see themselves bringing this to, like, a playable product at any point in the future? Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, for a lot <sighs> It's of so people, crazy! I also, like, this, I mean, talk about really, like, letting the Steam News, uh, the Steam News, like, tell the story <laughs> from this announcement. There's an edit by Valve at the bottom of the announcement, which clearly came, obviously, after the fact. And it said, for users yeah. who were having trouble submitting a refund for the game purchased on Steam, please try your refund submission again. The issue should now be resolved, which tells me that they were just inundated, right, with hundreds <laughs> yeah. of tickets of people having they 67 oh, the hours. element out of their refund system for this game and just say, listen, if you hit that button, it's automatic, yep. man. It's automatic. And that, like, this was announced, and then the Steam, like, the Steam, re- you know, the people working on those tickets weren't informed. And then they were like, okay, Warner Brothers said that no matter what the hours are, just refund them all, just check it off automatically. Like... I cannot believe I just clicked on Steam and the very first thing on the front page, special offer, Batman Arkham Knight includes (laughs) genuine TF2 skins. Oh my god. I can't Uh, believe this. What's what's funny is that this this officially re-released on the 28th, it's only been four days (laughs) since then. And look at the number of updates that have been posted to this page. Yeah, that's actually like the, the just the amount of negative feedback that just every time they do something we is apo- it's, everything starts off with we apologize <laughs> need to know we apologize well i scrolled down this page a little bit and i just love seeing something like this the pc update on october 29th so the day after they launched it they they're talking about the ram thing they they do some change log mm. and they talk about a flickering bug on laptops when running in full screen and they 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 give instructions for navigating and editing an XML file. <laughs> I mean, as the fix. Oh, oh no. I, wow, I just, yeah. I really, 
I have dude. no words. Listen, man. This isn't a free this isn't a free lunch, dude. If you want your games to work, you need to know how to go in an XML file and update it, okay? Yeah, come on. <laughs> that is a real amazing, gamer if you don't know how to yeah. It's like that counts as fixing it, right? If if the if the if the coders tell us um you know the instructions on the XML file and then it runs and we have the people do it, that's as good as patching, right? It's fine. We figured out how Basically. to make the game work. Just open up C and from there, you know, they just yeah, start talking about Open up your hex editor. And yeah. you'll find this memory address. God. Yeah. Wow. Well, there is gold in the Steam reviews, though. Like, it seems Mr. Freeze has won. <laughs> That's a great one. Uh, if you see a PC port from WB, warn a brother. <laughs> warn a brother. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's maybe God, the best thing that came is... out of it. Is that pun that you just made, Katie? That might be Steam the reviews, yeah. Best thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're reading the Steam reviews and the, that gold. Um, God. All right. Yeah. Well. Anyway, it's given us a lot of it's given us a lot of uh, laughter too. So I guess it's not totally, um, you know, wasn't totally for nothing. We've benefited from this. We definitely have. We definitely have. Brandon, I'm gonna let you take this last. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm just gonna say I can't defeat the intro boss. The power of his screen flickering is just too strong. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Um. Brent, I'm going to let you take this last story because this is well. This, this last is one, you. this last story is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, and I actually, <laughs> and I actually like. It, I'm kind of surprised. I didn't realize this was something that was going to happen at all. Uh, but all the all past and well, they're all past games, I guess. Uh, all past tribes games are now are now officially free and free to download. So this goes back all the way to Earth Siege which is a 94 release, uh, which I've never even played that. I, I got my start midway through this series, if that tells you how old the Tribes franchise is. Um, but Earth Siege, Earth Siege 2, Star Siege Tribes, Tribes 2, Tribes Aerial Assault, Tribes Vengeance, and then obviously Tribes Ascend. Uh, Tribes Ascend is, was already free, uh, free to play, but all the other games um, were like not not really some some of them you could get like i think i had been able to download tri- the old tribes and maybe tribes 2 for free um but like tribes vengeance and tribes tribes aerial assault was was a console only title uh mm. so like i've i've never even played that but apparently you can download a pc version um so anyway super like serious props to high res who i i think just must own all the i know they own the like the rights to the ip of the tribe's name, but I guess I didn't realize they actually owned like all the old games too. And they must have done some work to like package these up and make them available to download. I think it's yeah, that's super what I'm cool. Like making them compatible with like Windows seven and eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if there's any, any compatibility stuff, but basically each of these is just like an ISO file. Um, and so you, I'm assuming you can just mount it and install it. Um, so I've, this is like mm. a really cool piece of PC gaming history. I mean, obviously, I've I've said on this podcast before, like I got my start in online gaming, uh, playing Star Siege Tribes, and uh, so this franchise like has really hardcore PC roots. And if you've never played them, or if you like were too young, you know, to have played them, uh, you can just download them for free and kind of get a taste of, uh, you know, a classic classic PC franchise. So, I can't yeah. imagine how populated they would be. No, I, and I don't even know. Like, 
you know, some of these, I don't know if they have master servers or anything. Like, I don't know if you can play the, uh, some of them online. Um, but at least you can download them and, and play what is there. Uh, I have not dug wow. in to see what they, like, whether there's any online component. Um, but I will. I think uh, we came we came full circle too here, Brandon. We are now discussing what is good fan service, because uh, that's really good fan service. And yeah. we started off with <laughs> Quake Live. Uh, doing kind of the opposite in the sense of being like, yeah, we got rid of all the everything and it's all on Steam and you got to pay for it. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's yeah. kind of, yeah, it is kind of weird. I mean, I think a little bit different. I, think tri- that... I mean, technically, tribes could have been like, you know, they didn't have to do this. Not that I mean, I don't think there's people clamoring to like purchase all the tribes titles if they don't have them. But yeah, you know, yeah, I think that's that. like that. It's it's one of those things that the you know, <clears throat> high res is not perfect by any means. But I think yeah. one thing one thing they do take seriously is like they they are the owner of the tribe's license and that is a storied franchise um, for yeah. a lot of people. And so I think, it, I think it's cool that they've put a little bit of effort into, you know, putting these games out that like, you know, they could have held them back and maybe put them on steam or something and gotten a little bit of revenue from people wanting to experience that nostalgia. But instead they just hosted it themselves and made them all free to download, which I think is, is really cool and something they didn't have to do. So, major props to them. Very cool. All right. Um, also, um, by the way, that's at tribesuniverse.com is where you can go and download all those. Yeah. All right. Um, well, like KD, there's some new releases going on this week, as always. One. Yeah, just a few. Right. Uh, so, yeah, go for it. Okay, so coming out this week was uh, the... We can talk about the beta for Overwatch. That's up yes. in... In circulation, people getting codes. Uh, Battleborn, I haven't actually heard about this. I think I saw uh, Lens playing it on the stream. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they rolled out like someone. a small number of. Like, That's the uh, or something. Okay, high res, right? Is Battleborn. Battleborn. Uh, oh, no, Gearbox. High res is Paladins. Oh, that's what I'm sorry. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Paladins. Yeah. Okay. 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 Gotcha. And then uh, coming out this week, November second, we've got a uh, Sonic Lost World. Not to be confused with Sonic Boom, mm. the terrible Sonic game. Sonic Lost World is actually not that bad. Uh, hopefully it's mm. a good PC port that's going to be coming out at $30, which I think is a bit too a bit too high for a Wii U game that came out a couple of years ago. But uh, it's very... When I saw this on my feed on Twitter, I think it's been about announced like less than a month ago, but it's very surprising to just see this come up on Steam. But uh, yeah, that's coming out November 2nd. Uh... We're not going to talk about that one. That was an Arabic MMO that I've chosen to omit <laughs> and uh, not discuss. <laughs> uh, you can find it if you look hard enough on Steam. But anyways, because I cannot even begin to... Look for the well, Arabic MMO. We can't talk about it. We can't, well, we have, you can't, you can't give us your yeah. inner monologue about how you don't <laughs> okay. want to talk about oh, it because it. now people are going to be curious. Link it in chat, okay. too, for people. And I'll link also, it in tell chat. us what it's called, Katie. Please pronounce it properly. That would be great. Uh... Oh, no, 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 no. oh, my wow. God. No, All sorry. right, that was uh, that was out of line. I'm Hold sorry. on, I'm actually. You know uh, what I'm doing? Called... I'm putting this. Oh, are you Google translating? It? I'm Google translating it so that I can know what the title of the game is here. Let me see. Translate. Okay. It yeah. looks like some kind of. I wouldn't um, call it anime. It, it says okay. It says it looks like the next wow. You you ribe world. This is what it translates to for. U r i b e. You ribe world. You ribe. Europe world. Europe world. I don't. I don't know. Somebody, how is any? Is anybody? I, I don't think we have any Arabic listeners. We might. Uh, um, but yeah, it looks. 
I have nothing at all to say about this. <laughs> well, I was asking you like how how you knew what was going on, but there are there are some screenshots. It looks a little bit like um, <laughs> what was the RPG that it's, everyone uh... was disappointed by uh, that went free to play recently? Why am I blanking? Oh, uh, oh, I have no idea. Wildstar. Wildstar, a little, well, maybe. Wildstar was Wildstar like had a baby with. Um... Well, you said a game that went free to play recently. I've, I've oh, just... I see. I think people, a lot of people thought Worldstar was disappointing. Worldstar. <laughs> Worldstar. <laughs> Worldstar. Worldstar. God damn it. Worldstar is never disappointing. Let me make that very clear. Worldstar. Hiphop.com is incredible. <laughs> you just walk around filming fights. <laughs> Wildstar. Someone's got to have. Wildstar Hip Hop has to be a website, right? Wildstar is free to play, isn't it? Yeah, it is it? now. Thank you. No. Okay, I'm just making sure. People in the chat. Trying to mess me up. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, so ch- check up. it out. Next up is a game called Poncho, which mm-hmm. uh, I was just looking through and I found this. It looks to be, it's like a, it's a pixelated adventure platformer, uh, going through like the kind of dimensions kind of deal where you're in like a 3D environment and you're bouncing back in between, like the dimensions of the world. But it is 2D. Uh, I will go and put this in the chat for you. It does look. But cool. uh, yeah, this looks. It looks interesting. It uh. Comes out on the third. No price on it yet. But uh, it looks interesting. It's just about a, a robot in a world where humanity is no more. I just thought it looked cute and artsy. So put it in chat. Anyways, so after that, coming out on the third again is Anno 2020, uh, 2205. The famous, uh, well known city building, futuristic, uh, aquatic, uh, which I haven't played. Have any of you played the Anno games before? I've people no. that play it like revere it, but I I've never played myself. Okay. It's one of those games that I haven't played, but it it looks like such a cool game. It's one of those games that I feel like yeah, I should I should have yes. played. Yeah. Um, especially like the the screenshots and stuff for the new one look pretty cool. Oh yeah, it does look beautiful. So yeah, that comes out in the third. It's gonna and be... then you scroll down and see incorporates third party DRM. You play. You play. You unfortunately, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's coming on the third for fifty nine ninety nine, and then finally on the sixth, we have a very little Black release. Three. Small release. Yeah, just a you know side note indie game, uh, not that popular. It's uh, Black Ops Three, coming out on the sixth, which I personally am excited for. I don't know if any of you are digital deluxe edition. Oh, I could. Yeah. I've got the uh, the fridge pewdered. Put your money where your hype is, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, if you pre you... you will get Nuketown. Nuke, that, that's, oh, man. That's Nuke with a 3 instead of an E. Ah. Nuke 3 Town. Okay. Very clever. They actually did release a, uh, a trailer for the new Nuketown map where they showed, like, they put a bunch of walls in there to use, like, the wall running. It looks, uh, looks interesting. Looks fun. There was a, a soldier that said, like, he killed someone in the trailer and went, hate is gonna hate. <laughs> like, okay. Well, this is Call of Duty. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Money's there. So yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm honestly telling you, I, I haven't bought a Call of Duty game in a couple iterations because it's just a, it's a sixty dollar uh, one to max two weeks of enjoyment. And yeah, touch it again. So, but hey, I don't I'm think I'll be for it. I don't have any. I don't think I'll be purchasing it on release though. You should do a review of the single player. Are you going to? I I do not know. Okay, I might. I won't confirm. Throwing, I won't throw it out there. Okay, cool. Can I, I just, just mention wasn't an accusation? Quick. Because we're talking about Call of Duty, and I just thought yeah. of this. Uh, Overwatch has a character that literally he 
his special ability is turning into the RC car from Black Ops, and he has martyrdom. Every time he dies, he has martyrdom. Really? What? Yeah, okay. it's like actually the wow. worst. Wow. That's okay. Well, that's the competitive game we won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, let's. Well, um, yeah. Thank you, KD. Some very interesting ones on there, especially the, the week, uh, next next week is a pretty MMO? good week. Yeah. You ride world sounds really good. You ride world. No price on that, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, oh, all right. Do you want to let's, let's run a quick commercial, Brandon? Maybe a sixty second, and then we'll jump into viewer Alrighty. questions. We'll run a quick commercial break. If you don't want to see commercials, you should consider subscribing to this channel, like multiple people have done during during this cast. Or if you're listening to the audio version, I guess uh, I I don't know. You, you're, <laughs> you're just going to listen to this while you aren't you, living. You, you can pretend the commercial plays, or you can email us. You can sponsor us. We can we could run commercials in the audio version. We could make some money. We could. That's a good point. You know, because now I'm about to give another little nugget to the audio listeners. It's going to incentivize them to not watch live. So maybe I shouldn't do this, but <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I forgot to read what Nick Fenton texted me uh, about. This is what he said. He said, tell the podcast, he said, that the Halo 5 campaign is hot ass, but the <laughs> multiplayer is good and has potential for me. And then he said, LMAO. Hot ass. <laughs> uh, but yes, he's not a fan of the campaign, thinks it's hot ass, but really likes the multiplayer. <laughs> thinks it has potential. Also, so LMAO. wait, does he not like the campaign or does he really like the campaign? That's a good question. Yeah. Call it hot, a hot piece of ass. It could be both. <laughs> Two different be. ways. Yeah. Hot ass. Right. I'm thinking he's saying he doesn't like it, but I don't know. He might like it. Man, it's a shame he's not here to actually tell us what he meant. I know. Maybe, maybe next week. We'll see. Um, all right. Are we back yet? From uh... We are back. We are okay. back. All right. So let's get into the viewer questions. We've got a couple interesting ones this week. The first one uh, from Gretzkig, uh, at Gretzkig, he, he, said, he asked, uh, what video game character has the biggest and smallest penis? No, is this one character? Uh, <laughs> Do they have yeah. both? <laughs> yeah, the grammar is the way it's a... phrased. <laughs> um, and are we talking like or... actual, the actual penis? Or are we talking about like, oh, he's got big balls, like... Oh, I think that's uh, another, that's another question. Because if we're talking about the actual penis, I have an answer. Okay. For biggest. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, who would it be for biggest then if you're talking? Ganondorf. Okay. Oh. Specifically Super Smash Brothers Melee. <laughs> when you do the move where he lifts his leg up, and I was a dirty kid, and mm. I would pause, and there would be oh. a, the biggest bulge I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. As far as smallest goes, I am not, I'm unsure. See, my I answer is to have like penises. such a such a good anecdote for why like like good evidence for this answer. <laughs> but I mean, the bulge is the best evidence. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically he could be padding. You don't know it that. Could but, be, but it was. It's just so obvious, and you can even like look it up. I'm pretty sure if you type in Ganondorf bulge, like yeah. it'll pop up. <laughs> oh no! I was gonna say uh, for I was gonna say like for biggest. I would some someone in chat just said it, but I was gonna say Kirby because. You wouldn't think it, and then like the characters that you would like think have the biggest penis, like I don't know Kratos or something like that. I think that they have the smallest. I think it's kind of like, you know, if like you shout too loudly, if you're too manly, 
sometimes you're compensating for something, uh-huh. maybe. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, so like Kirby, you'd be like, come on, Kirby, he isn't packing. Kirby, but Kirby's packing. I mean, yeah. How you, would, you wouldn't know? I mean, Kirby. No. There's a lot of there's a lot of fluff there. Like you have there no really idea. is. You have no you idea do. if he pulls back the the curtain on that one. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot underneath to be found. Um, I'm just saying, smallest, we don't know. Think, Absolutely. Maybe Pac-Man for smallest. I mean, it's just a bunch of pixels. There's <laughs> it. not a lot of room there. Yeah. Or anything. Mm. I think, does, I mean, does, does it really count for smallest <laughs> if it's, like, you know, non-existent, if they're just amorphous? Like, yeah, that's true, too. If you're to Pac-Man, I feel like that's kind of cheating. Yeah. yeah. In that aspect, you can go one of the Pong paddles. <laughs> I feel like it's, yeah, I feel like it should be some sort of humanoid yeah. character. Yeah, yeah you need, you need evidence true. that, like, okay. it exists. Pac-Man, but... <laughs> He's a man. He's Pac-Man. Yeah, that's true. He's Pac-Dick. <laughs> God. That's true. Actually, I can't argue with that one. It, he is Pac-Man. They are defining him in the name. Pac-Man eats poon hard. Well, I mean, I would assume so. Because that's basically the only motion that he makes is... Anyway. Oh, my God. Sorry. All right. But yeah. Does he eat. Does eat. He definitely does. I like to read an answer in chat from the Mr. Flux. Yeah. Kratos' package is probably shrunk to hell. Dude is clearly juicing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> does seem like he might be. Right. Onyx's then... whole tail is a throbbing boner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd go with Steelix then. I actually th- I think, like, for smallest, for smallest I'm confident of, I think, like, uh, like Mario, before you eat a mushroom... He's like he's only a you know handful right. of pixels large. Right, right. Before you eat a mushroom, the mushroom has supplements. Helps everything grow. Yeah, definitely. That's again, true. Because Mar- if you Mario, think about it, Mario is kind of a weird answer though. Because like Mar, you could get into like fetishes. You know, he's got. <laughs> he, he, sometimes he puts on a cape. Sometimes he puts on other clothes. That's. I don't know. Yeah, I I do. Mario definitely a sexual deviant though, or at least very. Uh, <laughs> I think very comfortable with like yeah, being that kind of character. Well, in so that regard, like, hey, I would say maybe he'll look like a beaver. You never know. Maybe he'll <laughs> yeah, he can look like so many different things. Then then you get into the furry element, and anyway, yeah, that's a good. Point. I would say Waluigi has a huge cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I feel like All I right. learned more from the phrasing of your answer than the answer itself. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, just that's an observation. Okay. All right. We're going to move on, though, but some good answers there. <laughs> um, Darkwing02, how many happy trees do you like having in your paintings? And then Kappa Ross, which is maybe one of my favorite additions to the <laughs> emote pool emotes. on Twitch. Right behind KB Yes. And we didn't talk about this, but we, 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 we skipped should, this at we the beginning. We should talk about it. But we should talk about it now. Yeah. That those nine seasons of uh, it's pretty much Ross, everything. So good, so good. It's one of those things when you watch and you wonder why something like Netflix hasn't picked that up because it's so it's so addicting to watch. It's very relaxing. Mm-hmm. It's like crack. And, uh, you can't stop. You just yeah. you just can't. And you so- know you know what he's gonna paint. You know what's coming every episode. You know you're gonna see water, trees. 
you know, happy trees and a little happy you know, tree, a, a sky, clouds. and clouds, yeah. exactly. And still, and titanium white, <laughs> and titanium white, yes, Van Dyke brown, op. Oh man, I think I do a... love when uh My... when uh he finishes yeah. his painting. He's like, you know me, you know Bob, gotta have a giant tree. No for painting, I'll go. Here we yeah, go. He does like you. in the little, oh. like watching oh, like being tree. able to watch all nine seasons in a row like is obviously like that's not how obviously when the show aired people you know you had to wait but it's like seeing so many of these in a row you just pick it like he's so he's so self like uh depre- like deprecating and stuff like that and he's all the little quirks and my favorite part is like yeah. the twitch chat with that yeah. so that is, good that one. is what actually makes it like i would, not, yeah. I would not sit and just watch you know bob ross on my own time like on another <laughs> monitor or something but the fact that you're you're sitting there looking at the chat and you know, like when he finishes an episode, people. everyone's typing "gg." Like yep. it's just such it's such a <laughs> it's such a crazy thing that I feel like you yeah. if you you either get it or like you just completely don't get it. Yeah, exactly. It's impossible to explain to you why it's so cool if you don't well, like if you don't understand. And this only confirms, right? Like that's a great show. It's like a perfect like I don't know. It's like a perfect storm. I mean, initially, if you had told me like we're going to show all the Bob. Like I don't know if this idea, if like I had been in the room when it was approved, if it would, I would have thought it made sense. But like now that you see how amazing it is, like actually watching a show like that with other people, like in the Twitch community, like that, I was like more of this in the creative. Like I think it'll be, I think it's like a really, really smart thing. It's just a whole nother level of being able to <laughs> interact. And like my yeah. favorite, like you know, Bob never reads the chat. Sad face. <laughs> um, <laughs> When, when it has when been, Bob... there have been some of like the best chat memes oh, created from this. Incredible in there. Um, every time, like he's like, when he'll be like, "Oh, you really think I went and messed up now?" Right when he's just yeah, like yeah. starting the painting, and then the chat's like, "He's talking about us. He's acknowledging well, the us." Best, the, clutch. the best the clutch. thing I've seen so far is one of the episodes yesterday. Uh, he mentioned like creating a Halloween scene or like adding oh. something. And the chat just blew up with like Illuminati <laughs> symbols. Yep. And, <laughs> and like he lives. I mean, it was just stuff like that is so, I think is so cool. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites was so when uh, he was talking about the opening animation. Like, I really love that opening animation. And uh, the people here, they do really good work. They do a great job of that. And the chat exploded with, oh my God, Bob likes anime. <laughs> he likes anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. It really is beautiful in a way that all the, like a new generation of people are just that they get to discover. To yeah, this. that's what's the cool. Yeah. that's what the really cool thing. Yeah, it's is. neat. Yeah. I, I mean, cool. I I grew up in the time that like children would have been watching this show, and but I never really watched it. So I I'm actually kind of enjoying it as like a you know a piece of my childhood that was there like in the periphery, but that I wasn't actually watching. Yeah. Or, like I didn't really know, but watching it now, it's like I'm. It's weird to say, but I'm like kind of nostalgic for something that I didn't actually experience. But I, I know, like, I recognize shows that looked like that from the time that I was a kid. And yeah. now going back and watching the show, like, it's really, it's just really neat. I think it's a, it's like one of the, one of the coolest kind of social experiences yeah. you can have. And like, after, you know, yeah. after it's over, um, like, you won't be able to have that experience again in the same way. Exactly. You know, like, it might, we mm-hmm. might do might do some other show or like there there will always be you know cool new things happening but like this experience feels really unique and so yeah. you feel like you're participating in it and once it's gone like you won't really ever get to do that again in the same yep. way mm-hmm. yeah i'm really yes. hoping 
I've seen people bring up this idea to do it like a year long thing, just repeating it. And I really, really hope they don't do that because once they do that, it's not special anymore. I hope at least it's like a yearly, like seasonal event. Like, you know, Bob Ross's birthday. Are you guys excited for the the marathon? (laughs) Yeah. I can see it like doing, like doing it once a year. Like, yeah. But if then it would become the next like Twitch plays Pokemon where they just bring it like the entire year and the viewership dwindles down. But, uh, but yeah, it's, I think it was the perfect kickoff to like the official creative um, category yeah. on Twitch. Yeah. I mean, like, creative's yeah. like sort of been there, but this is like the official introduced by Bob Ross painting. <laughs> 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 you yeah. know, like, who else but Bob Ross? Yeah, I, th- I think it was kind of. I don't, I don't think people assumed that it was going to be like a huge hit. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it was a cool <laughs> idea, but I think it. I don't, I don't know that anyone expected it to take off the way that it did. And reach like a lot of people that don't use Twitch, like not not familiar with Twitch, uh, and don't necessarily like or watch video games, but they are now interested, or like they they have visited our site for the first time because of yeah. this crazy thing, um, and I think that's pretty neat. Like in the in the big scheme of things, that helps uh, kind of spread our culture to people that otherwise wouldn't experience it. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I, I agree. Like people in the chat saying, "Chat is fifty to sixty. They can. Say, I mean, like Bob Ross is great, but the chat is what really kind of sets the experience apart. So, I think we'll definitely be seeing more. Well, of I did. Uh, I live with uh, my parents and a uh, grandparent. I set the stream up for them, and they were watching it for a good <laughs> three hours. They had it out in the uh, oh, yeah. like early room. Yeah. It's it's great. I've heard more anecdotes like that this week. Of like you know I. I told my coworkers about it, and like you know, they downloaded the Twitch app to watch it, or you know, oh, crazy yeah. stuff that like people that have no idea what Twitch is, but this has piqued their interest. I think that's really cool. And then they find out it's this whole video game thing, like. Yeah, and then you can then explain to your parents. You can explain <laughs> the memes to your parents, and. <laughs> what does Kappa mean? And you'll probably have your probably have your parents be like more like mortally offended when the chat spams ruined in his paintings. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Did you see that article from The Verge where that guy's talking about how I can't believe the internet doesn't appreciate this art. Like 60,000 people ruining this man's work. Uh, I'm like, who yeah, could have... I, I have opinions on that article. Just, mm. yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, all right. So, and we didn't really answer the question. For my my answer is how many happy trees? As many happy. It depends oh, on the painting, yeah. and yep. whatever number that Bob decides on after with his imagination is the right number. So, just gotta have one almighty tree. It flex, yeah. At least, yeah. You have to. The, the limit is at least one. You have to have. You one gotta happy give tree. him friends. I feel like that's true. Though, yeah, that is. <laughs> can't be a, like can't Bob be a says, give him, give him a couple friends. Friends. Put some so a good, a good few happy trees. So that's a good few. All right. Um, all right. We have a we have an email question from Rolski. I would think is how we would say that. And uh, it is. I am a college student who games on a Mac oh, no, because. No. Oh, oh. Read it. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Properly. <laughs> oh, you're right. Okay. This is. Oh, this is. Okay. I am a college student who games on a Mac because film major. Um, and then an arrow, final cut. Uh, my question Great for the cast is, are Mac users considered part of the brotherhood of KB modders, or are they just as bad as the console scum that claim to be gamers? Wow. Okay, so... 
I mean, I don't know if I would phrase people that game on consoles as scum and not actual gamers. Uh, personally, that's not my view. Um, that's a strong opinion. I would yeah. I say that they are gamers. They are on a platform that isn't as great as the glorious. They are objectively gaming. They are. They are gaming. Yeah. Are they gaming at the level that they possibly could? You know, maybe not. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, so I mean, in general, if you know, like, I think the answer is pretty obvious, right? Like, you're not going to buy a Mac to game on. No, if you do, I, I think if, I you hope happen not. To, if you happen to have a Mac, you know, because like if you're a film major, sure that makes sense, and maybe you can't afford another PC. Like, you're. I mean, if you play games on your Mac, you're you're a gamer. There's, it's it's just right, like, so, it's yeah. not. I, I think there are a lot of people that probably have Macs and maybe can't necessarily afford a second PC just for games. Um, there's no there's no shame in owning a Mac. Oh, okay. See, I was more taking the like question. Right. You know, that that's the way you're answering it. it makes sense. I for some reason was getting like, um, something else that like, I guess he wasn't asking. I, like, I think he's he just... asking. He's asking for our blessing. To allow <laughs> him into the brotherhood of KB sure. martyrs, and I'm I'm sure. saying you you are welcome with open <laughs> arms. Yeah. You you know now, I I wouldn't necessarily advocate gaming on you know your touchpad, so you should probably get a proper mm. keyboard and mouse if you want to be official. But in general, like you know, Mac's not an ideal gaming machine, but it can work. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Um, I would say more if you were a person who were like, man, I love Apple, dude, and I bought a, you know, a $3,000, $4,000 Mac, and because I don't like Windows and I don't want to game on a PC, then I, I think the answer maybe would be a little different. Yeah, I think but, it depends on your state of mind. If you're, sure. If you're, like, proud of, you know, if, if, you, if you, like, buy a Mac with a great video card because you want a game, that's dumb. That's what I mean. That's where it's like a little questionable. I'd be like, yeah, why would you do that? But um, yeah, as as the question is asked, uh, like Brandon said, uh, absolutely welcome, welcome to the master race, <clears throat> um, PC master race. Sorry, <laughs> I could be misinterpreted. <laughs> oh boy, that was a little bit of a that's, no that's one. Good. No one clipped that either. That's good. <laughs> I'm already screwed. I know I am. Oh boy. Okay. Scott might Scott might be motivated to make his first actual edit for the audio version. <laughs> that actually is gonna have to be edited. Now that there's like odd shot and stuff like that, people just snip it right away though. It doesn't even matter. I don't even have a chance. The disadvantage of doing this live is that uh it's hard to self edit uh, in real time. Alright, um <laughs> from uh Ikantu uh via email. As a child I always found myself fascinated with both the Sega Genesis and SNES. SNES. Even after the release of the PS2, I still found myself searching local flea markets, trigger word, trigger phrase hey. for Brandon, for old <laughs> cartridges that I didn't own because something about the simplicity of old uh, 2D platformers was so satisfying to me. With this in mind, my question is, uh, at what point did you stop only looking forward and start to explore all the great titles that older generations of hardware had to offer? That's a mouthful of a question. Um... Like going back to old like retro games, or yeah. So basically, um, think, yeah. So like, what was the yeah? I guess maybe I don't know. Maybe he's asking yeah, what console generation that that yeah, started? Maybe or he's asking like what either at which sort of which point did you start feeling like you had games on older systems that you could go back and play? Yeah. Hmm. 
because like some, you know, if you, you're Katie's in, you're you're a young man. You weren't you okay. you weren't you weren't growing up in the time where like you would have been playing Genesis and Super Nintendo. Oh no, I did. That was I did grow up with the the, uh, the Genesis, yeah. Oh well, but, I'm uh, I'm just saying like for your age group, a lot of people would oh, have. Yeah. yeah. So for them, um, it's like at what point did you were you like oh I can go back to these games. For Katie Zen's age group, most people grew up playing Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> yeah, <Six>. sure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, yeah. But uh, I, I did the same. Job. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was oh. just saying, at the job I have now, uh, we sell, like, old Nintendo, Super Nintendo Genesis games. So that really gives you an opportunity. Like, just today, someone brought in, like, a bin full of, like, old boxes, like, the box uh, cases for, like, Genesis games. And it was really cool to go through those and uh, find out, like, I haven't played the, like, original Aladdin before. So it's a classic. Uh, yeah, it is a classic, mm-hmm. and uh, finding out about it now, appreciating the old stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there was like a point that I know. I know what the question is asking because I the, the way I started out, like the PlayStation, it was the Dreamcast and the PlayStation and the N64 uh, before I really got started. But but of course, I went to Funko Land. If you guys remember that. And I was given a Sega Genesis uh, while the Dreamcast and PlayStation were out. I was a little bit behind. So, um, like, I started with that and then eventually worked my way up. And I think I yeah, eventually got a PlayStation and then, like, a PS2. Um, but I guess that is true for, for, for the time it was always, like, forward-looking. I wasn't like, hey, man, now that I have a PlayStation 2, I really want to go back and find old Sega cartridges. Maybe I've never really had that experience. Hmm. Now that I think about it. I don't know. I feel like it's with every console release I sort of felt that. Because yeah. I, I, my first console was the Genesis and the Sega Saturn, and then the N64 came out, and then I would play that, and it was like the greatest thing ever. And I was like, well, I want to go back and play, you know, like Sonic the Hedgehog 2, blah, 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 blah. And then um, GameCube came out, and then I was like, all of a sudden, oh, I want to go back and play N64, you know? So I feel like it's just like a, a climb, and then wanting to go back. Yeah. But it just gets broader and broader every time. I think I, I'm not sure. Honestly, my answer might be like sort of towards college or like when I went, really when Steam uh, became the norm and like older titles were getting put on Steam. Because I actually like yeah. through through middle school and high school, I don't really remember a time that I was playing any games that I would have considered retro. I mean, I, w- I feel like I was always looking forward because, like, you know, if, if when the N64 came out, you know, you wanted to go to your friend's house that had an N64. Yep. And, like, I feel like at that point you were always, at least I was always kind of excited for the new stuff. Um, and I, you know, I was, I don't know, I was also playing PC games, and once I found a game I liked, I would stick with it. So I was never really going back to anything. I was just sticking with either the stuff I liked or playing new stuff. And I feel like the the time that I really stopped doing that and, and looking at some of the older games was when they were more freely available on Steam and it like the barrier for getting those games was so low that I have the opportunity to go back to them. Um which and like I don't know, these are kinda like weak examples, but I've I've played older games like, you know, the earlier Assassin's Creed games mm-hmm. and stuff, even though those I mean, those are not retro like by really any definition of the word but that's I, i'm like going back and playing some older more classic games 
just because like it's in my library. Why not? Yeah, I, I, now that you actually said that, that would be the same for me too. Once I once I actually had Steam and Steam became the the standard, that's when I basically when the access became when it became a lot easier to actually do that. Um, so yeah, so I, that would be my answer as well. I mean, and now like just for a lot of times, also finding like for me it was like genre searching at least on PC. So like if I'm looking for a game that want, I want to have a certain kind of experience and I know it's similar to something else that a lot of times will, will force me to go and play older games because you know there's only so many uh new releases that come out in a certain genre like horror or whatever else so i find myself like based on a certain kind of genre i want to play going back and playing a lot of old stuff which is fun which yeah, i like doing i think you you with like with streaming streaming can be really interesting yeah. for going back and playing older stuff that you wouldn't necessarily do on your own but it can yeah. be fun to kind of explore an old game for for the first time in like a community atmosphere. exactly yeah and that's that's a big part of the reason too yeah yeah cool well that's a good right. uh, that's a good uh well-formed email question aside from uh or no i'm sorry that there were no there were no real like errors think, in that question that, no i think overall good, it was pretty it's good. a good email question if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna email us it's good to have you know some nice background and maybe a short story, and then you get to your question. We like we like an occasional longer question, but make sure it's worth our while. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, this will get us into the fabled iTunes podcast review of the week. Brandon, I'll let you give the the quick background, and then um, I don't know, Katie Zen. I think you could definitely handle this yeah, week. Okay. This one has, uh, this has him written all over it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so we we do. Uh, we do publish this podcast on uh, iTunes and potentially other audio platforms that I'm not even aware of, but uh, we have an iTunes listing, and I, hopefully you all have iTunes in some some fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would love if you would rate the podcast, uh, and all you have to do is go rate us five stars, and you can leave whatever you want in the comments section. We've had a lot. Of, honestly, we've we're, we've been lacking like good you know kind of stories or backgrounds lately. Uh, we've we've had some some memes for sure, but uh, we like a good story or we like some nice feedback. Um, this week's feedback definitely you know very short to the point. Um, you can take it a lot of different ways, uh, but we didn't we we only had one review to pick from this week, so this guy won by <laughs> default. Uh, luckily, it's sort of a it's a comment on kind of the human experience in a way. Um, so if you want to be featured on next week or any week after. Uh, please go ahead and review the podcast. You may get uh, get a shout out here at the end by uh, by Katie Zen or someone equally as lovely. There you go. Okay. So this review comes to us from someone named a a Golden Moa. The title of this review is Thank, and he says, "Thank." <laughs> that is the end of the review. <laughs> One of my favorites, honestly. Concise. It's direct. Profound. Yeah, concise. Profound. Yeah, deep, direct. Exactly. See, I, it resonates with the me. The reason I like this review is because you could take it as a command. Yeah, thing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> or you can uh, you, you can up. be kind of expressing that like the noun thank, you know that like maybe he he, I don't even know thankful. Like it's not thankful. There's like mm. a, it's like a partial thought. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's a thank. That one really makes you think. <laughs> it does. I really enjoyed it. 
Good work, a golden moa. Good job. Yeah, and then next week, yeah, get your review in. You have a, I mean, again, you have uh, a pretty good chance to be pretty good right shot now. if you just do yeah. one. You might not a lot of competition. I would hate things. to have to axe this <laughs> section because we have no entrance. Yeah, that would be exactly. unfortunate. Yeah, so, keep it alive. But uh, all right, well, I think that's going to do it for episode two hundred and twelve of the Kebby Mod Podcast. Thank you for being with us. And again, just a, another quick reminder on the seventh. Okay, November 7th, we will be doing a couch stream uh, at Sean's house, Sean but not heard, and uh, we'll be taking a look at the Alienware Steam Machine and the Steam Controller uh, during that um, couch stream, and also there's going to be a Valve Complete Pack uh, giveaway, so be also, be there, chill with us. Chance if, uh, if anyone yes. listening is going to be at BlizzCon, uh, I will be there, mm-hmm. so wear KB Mod yeah. stuff and come say hi. Yep. All right. All right, guys. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.